0: (sighs) hello and welcome i'm steve and i'm back and i'm in action (laughs) and this is fools with tools a podcast for the time something tabernacular i only remembered the tabernacle tabernacle yes uh so, gentlemen, how are we? What's everyone been up to? Al, why are you back? What have you done?
1: Um, I got my first build video out this year. Um,
0: yay! yay! Free! Yay!
1: Uh, and I'm back home from traveling uh, for the week for work. So, while Rasmus was here visiting, uh, last week, I actually wasn't here. I was up and down. Because,
0: um, I, to be fair, if Rasmus
1: is at my house, I'd probably leave as well. I'd, in all seriousness, I think it was for the best. Um, <laughs> if you heard that man eat, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I never mind. Him, heard him eat. Heard him uh, blacksmithing apparently till about two o'clock in the morning, which I didn't oh. know about while I wasn't <laughs> here. Um, but luckily, the the guy to the right of uh, on my street is deaf, and the guy to the left. Is old, so hopefully he got away with it. Um, but the, the my, my mate who's staying at my house was like, Yeah, I don't, I don't know what time Raz was out there to, but uh, it was very late. <laughs> Brilliant, it's, he's in a, Norway. A, it's always dark there. Using an incredibly underpowered drill press to try and drill through steel <laughs> at like two in the morning is not a pleasant sound. Thanks, and um, yeah, so I, I, um, when I got back, um, and on Saturday, I managed to finish up the um the, the video for the build so uh, the build's actually finished uh, uh last week um but i just had, hadn't had a chance to edit edit any video and um, so i pulled that together uh including the second part which i actually had to go back and redo um because if you've seen the video now um it was a case of filming the second part but if the machine didn't work not including it but luckily, it did work after I after I rewired every rewired everything. So I was, I was able. So I actually filmed. I actually made two separate videos. One yeah. which just ended with me making a table with a coffee machine inside, <laughs> and then uh, took it apart again, restarted, and basically rewired the whole machine. Yeah. Um, just as a kind of like insurance policy in case it didn't work, <laughs> <laughs> like a backup. But it did work, uh, so it's fine. So I, I, I then included that in the video. So. Yeah, it was a fun project, and it was actually something genuinely useful that I do actually need um, yeah. and use on a regular basis. It's so fucking um, like satisfying and practical. Just having coffee on demand whenever you need it, it's great. Just sit there and you just be like, "Boop, cup of coffee." <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I must admit, I uh,
0: when you first said about it, I was like, "That's." ridiculous and pointless and mad yeah, so yeah. i love it i love it but it's, it's ridiculous sort <laughs> of thing and then after i'd seen the finished build i was like oh fuck that's
1: actually genius and i mean there is so a fridge jealous. in my workbench so yeah
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no that's that's ace and uh the i i appreciated the amount of uh lock stock references
1: and well, quotes in the video. it's quite a niche... Uh, oh, sorry, quite a niche uh, reference <laughs> in the, the right. film is, you know, over All 20 right. years old now, so there's probably a few people in the audience who maybe don't even get those references. Uh,
0: well, you say that. My sister, who's six years older than me, uh, I found out this weekend she's never seen Lockstock. Wow. And I, uh, I... I don't like her anymore. Although, <laughs> saying that, uh, Jazz has... Well... Jazz hasn't seen uh since she was like at least above eight years old, has never seen um uh Smoking the Bandit. So yeah, this weekend sure. we've got to watch smoking and the Bandit. I like that slide. <laughs> uh right, Brett, what have you been up to?
2: I also got a video up on, um did the old way over engineered Approach to making. I appreciate the every
1: over-engineered single piece of it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, in similar fashion, you know, I was watching your video uh, yesterday, Al, after you posted, and the idea that you you took the time to make the template and and cut all the shapes out so that it perfectly seats in, and you made the legs hollow, and you did the the dowels for the corners so that it seats in, but it doesn't have to be secured all the time. All those little over engineered moments I appreciate because it's clearly something that just comes with, like, I'm building this effectively one piece at a time. I know mm-hmm. what I want it to do or what I want it to look like at the end. But there are no plans for yeah. a Nespresso machine in a coffee table.
1: So there's no plans like, for the fucking machine. There, there was no yeah. schematics for it anywhere online. It's so annoying. Well, Not I even was just, like giggling. drawing.
2: <laughs> I was giggling <laughs> yeah. at the part when you, when you, you know, start taking it apart, and you're narrating, and you're just like, "Uh, there are sensors for everything, so that
1: you can't take this apart." <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I should, I should have. Sorry, this is your section, Brett. But, but I, the alarm bells should have been ringing. The alarm bells are ringing, Willie. When um all the so the screws were security screws, so you yeah. know, like uh, security uh, talks with the bit yeah. in the middle. It's yeah. Like they don't want they don't want me in this machine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they don't want you to know how it was constructed very cheaply yeah. through super heat water. Um, but yeah, with the, the shave horse, you know, it took longer than my initial outset. It was just like, Oh, I've got, you know, Ben's got a big pile of scrap steel from various projects and he had, um, some old timbers and stuff. So I, I knew that, you know, chopping, uh, soft steel is quite easy. And I failed to remember that even when you buy dimensional lumber or, you know, it's meant to be square or certain, um, measurements are, are meant to be regular. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It should be three and a half inches here and three and a half inches here. And then you measure it and realize that it's a quarter of an inch off everywhere. Um, so it took a bit longer, but again, you know, just like I was saying, it was one step at a time. I knew I wanted the legs to swing out. I knew I wanted to use steel for certain bits of it, but everything was done one step at a time which always takes a hell of a lot longer when you go right I need this thing to swing here oh now it it, you know knocks into that bit yeah. well shit how do I fix that and a few of the plans that were at the outset like I was laughing about it when I was editing um, because the very first thing I do in the video is uh, you know just put the bits of wood together and then chop the tail end off because in my mind the only thing that or the first thing that I had to do was make sure that the tail turned into the little riser blocks. Yeah. Otherwise, I could not move forward. It was like, I, could, I there's no use putting legs on this thing if this part
1: doesn't work. It was it was weird. It was like the as you said it, it was like that was the most important part of the build. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then I like, don't come back to it until the literally very end. the pivotal part part of the build. <laughs> it was completely ridiculous, but it's weird how how
2: your brain kind of prioritizes those yeah. things uh amidst a build and you know I, i'm happy with how it came out it does function well i realize after the fact that i didn't show the functionality at the end which i definitely should have and there's a handful here you know, there's a couple of comments where people are like i just don't know what it does and i'm like shit it would have been <laughs> a good idea to just show that but in my mind again the most important bit was that it folded up and i could walk away with it so i didn't even think to show <laughs> how how it functions as a piece of kit. Um, I also started picking up some material secondhand um, because it turns out if I wanted to build a small workshop space on the little cabin property, um, there are regulations in place of how big I can build and even looking at the material for a relatively small shed. uh, Al, you probably know Farewell on the hack shack, but it's not fucking cheap to nope. build like a ten by ten yeah. shed. The, the material cost is a little ridiculous. So, I went on Facebook Marketplace as well, Al. Yeah. And found a delightful lady selling what was a work shed at one point in its life, and was never reconstructed on their property. Uh. And uh, by happenstance, she's about a thousand feet from my place
1: ah, oh, brilliant <laughs> So i go you're
2: kidding me you're right up the street and she goes oh you're that you're the blue house right down the road <laughs> i was like yes so i will be coming over there and picking all that up the big kicker to it though is uh you know putting a roof on the damn thing is important and framing something out like that well the listing uh the part of the listing that got me is that there is a 10 foot by 16 foot roof shingled out, framed. It's Ooh. just sitting next to all the lumber. So I have yes. to sort out how to pull the thing down the street or somehow throw it on my truck. Mike is actually volunteering to help me. I'm thinking of just chaining it because it's a dirt road and just dragging <laughs> it. Oh, no.
1: I mean, like, go really fast, and then it's just like a kite. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but, yeah, we're going to go this afternoon and try and pick up the roof and get it over to the space, and then uh, if all goes according to plan, I can build out the structure. As like the next video slash build project is actually creating the ship shop 2.0. So I'm I'm well excited. I feel like I got really lucky with just the where that lady was and and able to pick up the lumber. You know, some of it's worse for wear. Definitely can't use it, but there's enough timbers and and framing material that i should be able to knock something together uh using a hell of a lot cheaper material because (laughs) facebook marketplace is a glorious glorious space
1: to just pick up secondhand shit no i mean that's a great shout and uh, like secondhand summer houses or secondhand sheds if you can get them are great because it could be that somebody's like you said either never used it or never put it back up yeah, like they might have moved and gone. Well, that was a fucking pain in the ass. I'm not putting that back up. And it just, <laughs> exactly uh, what it was. You know, not not getting weathered, not getting wind beaten. You know, the roof not yeah. getting the abuse that it did. Like we, that's where we um, picked up the the summer house for the for the uh, the bands at the autism oh, charity. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it was you know, like they were just giving it away, and yeah. yeah, and because it was more hassle for them to to put it back up. Exactly. Yeah. And, and not
2: to get into like a long drawn out story, but the gentleman, the, the woman's husband was there and he actually helped me load some of the material, oh. but also not really helped me load, but really <laughs> wanted to tell me his life story. Um, it I will admit it was like looking into a future mirror because he was an old haggard desert rat with long hair and tattoos and used to live and work in Kansas City and like knew where I was from and all these. It was really weird. Um, but he was a carpenter and like a framer for 20 years of his life. So he's like, oh yeah, you just do this and this, and then you can use this material and build it like this. So, <laughs> just between, you know, the convenience of of picking it up and being able to deliver it, it was like a thousand pounds of lumber that didn't cost near as much as it would new. And I got to learn a little bit about a complete stranger. And then he also told me that a year ago, uh, they saw people growing weed at the cabin. (laughs) And so I got to learn a little bit more about the place that I now have to build. and own. He was like, oh, yeah, they were growing tons of weed. They like fenced it (laughs) off and tried to keep it private. But you could smell it from like a mile away. Yeah. So glorious little afternoon. Hopefully start work on the shed uh, this week and and get something together. I'm I'm well excited to get Ship Shop going again.
0: Nice. Yeah, Take so time. Steve,
2: sorry it was a long, long update, but no, what no, do you got? It
0: was good. It was. Uh, it, it's good to hear that. Um, Take your time. Things are kind of starting to move on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this week, the the I I I'm pretty sure someone in either the Canadian Post Office or the UK Royal Mail uh, was listening to last week's episode because <laughs> uh, no sooner had the episode gone live than my treasure trade turned up. Hooray. After three months in, well, almost four months in fucking limbo, I think
1: it's um, I think it's a mail thing because I have only just got my Maker t shirt. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> today. So brilliant.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, Canada! Ah. Canada was having shipping issues over the last couple of months. I remember in November, I was having shipping issues for Eric sending some stuff to Jimmy. There was yeah. a ton of uh... problems going on with Canadia's.
0: Uh, Canadia, Canadia, yeah. Well, there, you go. there um, you go. But yeah, so I I now have my treasure <laughs> trade. It's wonderful, Woo-hoo. and I love it. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, we we had some courses. Um, I had a thing in my eye today. It was really painful, and that's why my eyes still weeping. But I actually got I a congratulations you. from the nurse. Because I managed to get it dead center of uh, my pupil to the point where she couldn't actually focus on it because it was like over the hole in your eye where it goes into the rest of it, so she couldn't. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking horrible. Um,
2: Were you wearing PPE when all of this happened? did not sound like yeah. it.
0: No, I genuinely was. That's the annoying oh. thing. I I never do anything in the workshop without safety glasses on. Was it was um, it
1: osmosis then?
0: No, it it had gone like up. In the uh, slight gap, and then that's why you
1: needed a big, big bushy beard.
0: Yeah, <laughs> mind the gap, Steve. Um, but yeah, so uh, that was today, that was horrible. But uh, the weekend we did a blade in the day course, that was really good fun. Uh, one of the guys there, um, just about halfway through the day just turned around to me and went, Um, this might sound a bit weird, but have you a bit, ever been in one of Laura Camp's videos? <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, but, yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, it turns out that he recognised me from the, uh, the Ten Makers thing, so I, uh, that made my day. <laughs> <Oy>. <laughs>
1: um, now we, Hollywood Steve strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, uh, that's kind of it, last week um, we, it was just more moving shit around in the workshop um, and trying to get um, production started again, um, we've had to redesign some of the, f- or the, the student forges and um, we over the last year we found some issues with them, so it's just kind of tweaking them, getting them to be as efficient as possible. Uh, and I spent a day getting the one of the videos sorted for the Forge YouTube channel, um, which I haven't really talked about on here. I've talked about uh, like on Patreon and things like that before, but we've not made it public public yet. Um, but yeah, so all things going well that should be going live in uh about three or four weeks um but yeah that's good and we're excited about that the the videos are, are looking looking nice but they're looking as good as i can do with the equipment i've got so it's yeah that's a good thing um but yeah i think that's kind of it i mean the the thing is, is like the the videos has been something that we've been talking about for a long long time but it's taken us ages to get to the point where we can actually do it just because everything keeps getting in the way and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, we're always busy with the thingies, the, the festivals and all that. Um, but yeah, it was it's, it's really nice to actually finally get on to doing um, some actual work on them, um, which is why this week, uh, we're going to talk about, well, it's not, that's not why, but it just links <laughs> in. Uh, so yeah, this week we we're going to talk a little bit about uh, things taking a while. Um, while. While. Uh, much like the uh, the fire hatchet, the fireman's hatchet thing that I made for my brother. That's been like two and a half years in the making and it's just one of those where it was just never the right time. And when I did have time actually in the workshop, I had other things that were higher priority on or you know i'd I'd get there and i just i wouldn't be in the right frame of mind or whatever or you know the first few times i i went to do it i was just like actually i just don't know enough about what i want to do to be able to do this properly and to be able to do it justice um so kind of like having to put the brakes on it a little bit to do a little bit more research do a little bit more study and 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 all of that um but yeah it was good to kind of finally get that finished and and uh, and out there into the the big wide world, um, but yeah. So we, we were just going to talk a little bit on on that. I don't know if you guys had any kind of starters for ten or anything that you wanted to discuss. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I, think... no, yeah, I will just, we'll just keep rambling then. I'll just take my time. No, I
1: mean, oh, actually, I, I, um, it, it 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 sprung to mind actually when watching your video, Brett, because. Um obviously i I appreciate that that YouTube releases may be anachronistic and it's not actually the order in which i are doing things, but um the the obvious shift to you kind of planning out what you're doing and building stuff in order and doing stuff that you need and kind of setting this timeline in terms of um this sort of new adventure because your previous builds for you seem to be very just kind of random. Like, I'm going to make this hammer. I'm going to make this axe. I'm going to make this uh, bow and arrow. I'm going to, you know, um, they all seem to be just kind of plucked out of thin air. Obviously Mm. there's a theme, but there was no kind of um, order in terms of what you're doing. But since since you've been out west, um, it very much seems to be like one thing is after another and it seems to be in order and it seems to be, you know, heading somewhere and it's almost as if like something whether whether or not you have planned it out um or it's planning itself out as you go very much like the 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 um, the shave horse but this timeline seems to be emerging of you kind of setting up your own shop setting up your own space setting up your own equipment um and i think it will be a really interesting thing to look back back upon in a few years and go this was kind of a start of you know um, phase two of Skull and Spade, or phase three of Skull and Spade, whatever. Mm. Um, but actually, there the being a kind of narrative, I find that really interesting in terms of time.
2: Well, I, don't, I, you know, admittedly, I didn't necessarily think of it that way, but it is going to be interesting to look back, you know, down the
1: line. And It's, de- it's definitely how it reads. It reads like um, a novel in, in, instead of like a collection of short stories, if that makes sense. Ah,
2: yeah. Gotcha. Well, yeah, I mean, based on what I've got written out in terms of, like, needs and wants for the next few builds or, or what the next few months look like, um, you know, I have I have to start small. I have to do the things that are absolute yeah. necessities for me to just be able to produce the work that I want to produce or... Um, you know, certain things for this little cabin property, which a lot of it is caught up in logistics and paperwork and stuff of just getting it, you know, powered up correctly and water and septic and all these things. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the reason I'm putting such a focus on the workshop is something that we've talked about before in the podcast where it's like, I, I don't feel like I have a creative space or uh, I'm unable to really work comfortably until I have that created space for myself. Yeah. So, you know, the videos that I've put out since since making this new part of the adventure happen, um, it's it's either working with what I've got available or just very standardized projects. Like, I know I'm going to need some work tables, right? So doing the little sandblasting table with the pullout shelf, that was a unique little idea for, for Ben and Jess to be able to use on their property. Yeah. but like kind of reminding myself that I know how to make a pretty quick and easy workbench so that I can then put a couple of those in my workspace. And then yeah. the shave horse is a traditional woodworking tool, or at least the, the people that I've learned from, you know, most every single one of them has some sort of shave horse or a vice of some sort. Um, and to me that actually became a super important piece of kit in Jimmy shop. I used to use that all the time for all kinds of stuff Mm. and it's not something you see in everybody's workshop right because it they tend to take up a lot of space and they don't really break down or they're made in a traditional fashion with like a socketed in legs and Mm. these woodworkers that are way more talented than me but it it was another little project of just realizing what i've learned over the last three years like Jimmy was a big part of the the building in space, which I said a thousand times. And didn't it I, <laughs> I didn't know it. <laughs> yeah, right. I said it so many times. Jess was like, "You should turn it into a drinking game." I was also so, going to like Photoshop you like in some space. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, as far as uh, kind of the topic that we were we were planning on discussing today that that is a project that took me longer than I expected. It's a simple, it is technically a simple piece of kit or that can be made in a more simplistic way. And I of course chose to do it the way that made the most sense to me, which was welding certain bits. I wanted it to fold up. Yeah, it's heavy, but I can physically move the thing with, uh, you know, carrying it by a handle. And I know that it can sit up against the wall because I have to build any of these pieces of equipment or shop kit that I build for myself have to feed into what is going to be a small space in the near future. And even though it took a little bit longer, I'm glad I took the time or I'm glad I was patient with the build and didn't rush anything because it will only feed into the next thing. And I know that it won't take up so much space in an otherwise like small Work area that I have to create for myself. I have to do an anvil stand, you know, and I have to, yeah, I have to be able to build these, build out a shop effectively, you know. And I know how to do it, but it's going to take time just to get all of these things done. And so, why not take the extra time to think out how that's going to affect me down the line? Like one, one guy to bring up an example. He's the only slightly stinky comment and i may or may not have retorted with a similar stinky comment (laughs) but uh you know the reference at the beginning of the video was like oh i gotta fix this hammer which you know it's loose it's it's one of jess's hammers it uh the wood was pretty green when we made the handle so it's like it's just a bit loose and i knew that i wanted to be able to do stuff like that in the future so it's like oh well I I don't just fix the hammer. I need to make the thing to fix the hammer, you know, take the extra time to do that way around. And his comment was, or you could just buy a 50 cent wedge and re wedge it or soak the entire handle in oil. And I was like, I don't agree with either of those things. (laughs) And so in my mind, it was like, Oh, you're a person that would go for like the quick fix. Like I want this to take zero time for me to get this thing back to working order again. And so, to me, it, it's more important for me to, to be patient or take the time to build these things that, that I want to last for a long time. And it's, it's not some, like, grand purist statement about, like, I need to build indestructible furniture because <laughs> whatever. It's a shave horse. It's just a piece of kit. I want to be able to use it. But between taking longer to make it and, and like, the way that it came out, whatever the story is that that is being rebuilt or this new narrative that you're referencing, Al, it's like, I think I'm going to, I'd like to think that I'll be proud of the steps that have been taken to know that everything that I'm producing is thought out enough to feed into the future.
1: I mean, there's, there's taking things on face value as well. So comments like you could have just bought a wedge or, you know, I mean, yeah, that's right. And that, if, if that's your priority and you just want to get the hammer working because you need it, you know, only you know that. Um, and not jumping to conclusions, I think is super important. You know that you're going to get hundreds of hours of use out of a, a shave horse. So you're willing to put that time into it because you're mm-hmm. going to use it over and over mm-hmm. again for, for a multitude of things because that's your experience and you know you need it. I know... I've got no room in my kitchen for a coffee machine. Right. And I know that because every time I need something in my kitchen, I've got to move something else out of the way. And it's a fucking ball ache. I've got to move my pan from there to there in order to use the sideboard. I've got to move the chopping board from there to there because the kitchen's too small and there's not enough work surfaces. So there's no way in hell I'm putting a coffee machine in there. So what seems like a gimmick and over-engineered and, you know, like a ridiculous thing was actually a really practical thing to save me time. Yeah, um, and yes, granted, I haven't got a fucking tap in my living room, but I can fill the, yeah. the, the 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 two liter water reservoir with water and drink express espressos for a week, no problem. Yeah. It's <laughs> <not> right. <Yeah. laughs> um, well,
2: and you you know you have plants,
1: so you're always you're always toting water into the exactly. Room in yeah, room I literally Charlotte. filled it with the with the watering can this morning, <laughs> so it's like a, I am going in there with water. In it. Um, but I think it's. There's a lot of things like that, and, and time is used as an excuse. I use it as an excuse all the all the time because I, you know, like, why haven't you done this? I haven't got time, you know. Again, the only kind of salty, the semi-salty, um, low-sodium comments on on my video was like, "Where the fuck have you been?" Like, so yeah. I don't uh, know, work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was like. I haven't had time to make videos. I haven't had time yeah. to do this. I haven't had time to do that. Steve, I haven't had time to set up the bandsaw yet. Um, yeah. Not because I haven't had time to set up the bandsaw yet, but to your point, Brett, I need to f- work out where it goes. I need to build yeah. something for that to go somewhere. I need to. I needed to fix the lathe underneath my fucking workbench before I could yeah. even contemplate using it because there's nowhere for it to go. Yeah. So it took me a day to build a mechanism to fit a lathe underneath my bench that swings out, and goes on the top just so I could use the lathe. Otherwise, it couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, because there was no other surfaces. Because I have mm-hmm. a tiny shop, so all these things have a knock-on effect. But it all ultimately, the 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 price you pay for all of it is time. So, like yeah. you having a small shop, Brett, is not about space and dimensions. It's about the time. It's about the time it takes for you to set things up. Like something in Jim's shop, you could just wheel it in and start working wherever it lands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, unless it had to be like hooked up to three phase or something. It takes no time because the space around you and the the knock on effect um, is it doesn't matter. Yeah. Whereas the, the the more restraints there are, the more time everything takes. And I don't think people fully appreciate that always. I think there is always a, just an assumption that you can just stick a wedge in the handle and get going.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's one of the things though is the fact that people people always assume that uh, when they're watching someone else, that person's priority list and schedule is exactly the same as, as their own <laughs> and and it's not everyone's got that it's like the pretty much the only salty comment that I think I've ever had was uh in fact no, I've had a couple but that one's ridiculous um but like it, it's it's always been about the uh the bunch of wires that are sat in the um the back of the shot in or back of one of my shots um and it's because you know I've got to run my entire um, workshop off of one 13 amp plug. And yes, there are a lot of leads that lead off of that, but that's because it's easier to have four different extension leads and just plug in the one that I'm using that's already, you know, it's tucked out of the way in the rest of the shop. It's just in that one corner where all of the electric is. Like I have a bunch of wires because, you know, I'm going to unplug one and plug the other one in that, you know, I'll, I'll unplug one that's in the. You know, northwest corner of the workshop, so I can plug in the one that's in the southeast corner, sort <laughs> of thing. Like, it, it, yes, it's messy and it doesn't work, but for, <laughs> for my workshop, that, that's what I have to do. And I think, like, the this kind of assumption that everyone's on their own or that everyone has exactly the same priorities and exactly the same schedule just doesn't it doesn't compute for me because, like, it's like the 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 shave horse for Brett. Like, don't get me wrong. I would love to have a shave horse, but there is no way in hell i could fit one into my workshop because there's there's no space and you know i've i've already got the biggest workshop out of the three of us at the moment um, what you
1: need is one that like kind of folds up
0: yeah yeah but but, but the thing is is like it's it's that and the fact that like uh, we were talking about it um on in one of the groups about uh putting things on wheels i would fucking love to be able to put everything on wheels and have everything you know be able to wheel in and out of the way and be able to stack it up and like whenever we're doing anything at um at, at, at works workshop I'm always the first one to be like well let's just put it on wheels put it on wheels and then we can push it out of the way and it makes life so much easier because in my workshop it's just it's not you can't even think about putting things on wheels because yeah
1: but it's like 30 feet high you could put everything on pulleys
0: yeah this is true but but you know like the the, the fucking the floor changes by about six inches every yeah. foot like it's it's a nightmare <laughs> um and I think it, it's when you when you're watching these things, you've got to understand that people do everyone's fucking different, and everyone has a different set of priorities and things like that like let like you say about the putting the wedge in like yes, that might work if your main priority is to get that hammer. Working in a, in a usable condition, but I wish, I wish you so, could sorry. see
2: because Steve, you'd be able to look at it and be like, "That that wouldn't fix this problem." Well, yeah, <laughs>
1: but, but again, again, it might, but for how long? So yeah, it's just another exactly. false economy. If, you, if you're if you're if you're if you're going to have to do it again yeah. in six months, then you, you haven't saved any time, have you?
0: Well, I was going to say it, it's one of those things like if it's a case of well, actually, you you only need that tool for two strikes. Yeah. just to get this project finished and yeah fuck it put a wedge in but actually if if the thing's fucked and it's a tool that you use all day every day it's worth investing that time into it mhm
2: well i like this aspect though steve of um the you can't call it an assumption but the understanding that whoever's watching your video or who else, who someone who injects their opinion on on something that you're doing has the expectation that you think the same way they do. And maybe yeah. that's something that I don't put in my own head when I when I read something like a stinky comment or a low-sodium comment where, um, you know, that, that comment from that person only... Yeah, it only makes sense if, if you were, like, holding the hammer and looking at it and go, I need two strikes out of this. But yeah. the idea that even when you're building a project or when you're working on something like uh, the tool tree... Steve, the tool hmm. tree that you built at Jimmy's was brilliant. That is why I just made another one because yeah. we needed more storage. And I thought it was a brilliant execution. You had this like vertical, very low footprint thing on wheels that carries a ton of tools. I and... fucking love wheels.
0: I know, but the, <laughs> your your wheels are good. Yeah. yeah,
2: specifically Steve's tool tree was was like a shining example of. Um, you could have 15 hammers in a toolbox or laying all over the workshop and it's not really a bother. But during yeah. these classes and stuff, you knew that you needed a very efficient usage of space and a storage area for everyone to be able to put their tools so that they could quickly grab them the next day, right? So yeah. in my mind, that solves so many problems that some people might look at and go, yeah, but why not just do blank...
0: Yeah, why not just put a rack on the wall? And
2: you, but from your perspective, or or from any of us, right, Uh, like this guy suggesting just re-wedging it, it's like, no, 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 but you don't get it that this thing, and like that's not a conversation I want to have, and it also doesn't matter at the end of the day because my time is going to be spent in the way that I want it to be spent and the way that makes the most sense to me. So when somebody was like, Steve, how do you store 50 hammers? The way that you executed that or the way that you would approach it will solve all of those problems in that question in the yeah. way that Steve sees fit. And it doesn't really fucking matter at the end of the day what anybody else's opinion is because you you built the thing and it yeah. works. It works well. And so yeah. if somebody wanted to come in and say, you know, I would have built the tree in this way or, oh, I saw Brett do an absolute steal of a project from Steve's idea. And, you know, I did it this way yeah. versus how Steve did it, which like, I just took your idea and then just effectively Adopted made it an ugly yeah. other one. Um, <laughs> but while, you know, while I was putting that one together, it made tons of sense to me. It's like, oh man, he did it like this because then you can use this space to store this thing. Or if you yeah. added this to it, then you can do this thing. So I'm able to see your thought process because I've recreated the same thing or I've, I've uh, I can understand the experience that goes into creating something like that. I feel like very often people, uh, when they inject their opinion, it's like Al was saying, it's it's their prioritization of time. In their mind, this makes the most sense to them based on yeah. time spent or time sink into the thing that I did. I yeah. watched Tracy build a shave horse in an afternoon. It, it took him <laughs> like two or three hours. Tracy from Bastion Head. Knocked one up for Jimmy in a couple of hours because he knows exactly what he needs to do to execute it. He's a really talented woodworker and he smashed one out. Mm -hmm. And then Jimmy made one on the CNC machine and cut it out of plywood. And that's the (laughs) one I used in a bunch of videos. And between both of those, I learned what I wanted to do. And then I made my own. And I'm sure either one of those guys could look at it and go, well, this seems completely ridiculous. And you're like, you're right in your mind you are you are not wrong yeah because in your mind this is ridiculous compared to what you would do to execute it in my yeah. mind this made perfect sense
0: and i, th- I think again it, it, it all comes down to that the the kind of context of things like like that uh the the mobile tree like in in the workshop uh at ours all of the hammers go on to hammer racks which are bolted onto the wall but at gyms that's not going to work because it's a mobile space like it's because a, what's a no fluid vault. space yeah well that as well but but you know sometimes yes it's being used as a as a blacksmith workshops other times it's being used for welding other times it's being used for doing wood carving other times it's being used for lasers like it, it, it it's a constantly changing thing so having it like those uh those mobile racks makes sense for that um and like we were uh doing a load of clearing out at, at the workshop today and we're we're kind of rebuilding the space and there's there's lots of stuff that's uh like it, it was one thing and we're looking at it going is is this worth keeping is this worth like adapting and an owl keeps looking at it going oh yeah but we could we could adapt that and we could put it like this and then we could use it for that thing and that might save us a bit of time and money and it's like and i, I then have to point out what actually a, that's going to look shit, and you're trying to do this to make the place look nice, so it defeats that object. Secondly, yes, it's going to save you the the cost of buying a few bits of angle iron, but the time or the money you're going to spend on paying me or Joe to uh, adapt it, you know, it, it's going to take, it's going to cost you more in that sense, and you know, it, it's not really fit for purpose. You're kind of using something to have do a job it's like trying to carry water with a colander like it's you can do it but it's not what it's designed for um and i think that's that's the thing is so many people kind of they they try and do things uh in the quickest way or the how they see is the most efficient way but that sometimes doesn't end up with the best end product and i think that's that's the thing is you you wanted to end up with you know a shave horse that worked for you uh to make a hammer handle that works for you like yes there are a hundred ways you could have done it quicker easier with spending less money and it would have taken you 20 minutes but that's that, that wouldn't have worked for you and that, i think that's that's the thing is people don't fucking get that they don't think about those things sorry how i was do you put your hand up i was waiting for you to talk
1: Oh, yeah, we but then you wouldn't show up, so it's hard. <laughs> I, <laughs> I fucking stopped. I'll <laughs> had enough.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right, what do you got, buddy? Come on. Pull it together. I've forgotten.
0: Ah <laughs> oh, fuck.
2: Uh, well, here. If if you've genuinely forgotten, then let me throw a question your way. Uh based on what Steve said, the coffee table that you built and now functions and sits in your living room was any was there even a question in your mind uh uh, at the uh outset of the project where you're like this will actually end up saving me time or this will actually create a sense
1: of efficiency or yeah 100 um, 100 because it was um there was multiple facets to it so um not having something to put drinks on in general is a fucking pain in the ass. So there's, I don't have, a, I don't have, I didn't actually have a table. That was the purpose of the build. Um, so in the living room, you know, in front of the settee, try to watch, self, trying to watch movies, whatever, there's nothing to put anything on. Um, there's nothing to put like the TV remotes on. There's nothing to put wallets and keys and shit. And you know, whatever magazines on. Um, one of the other things, and one of the reasons why I hollowed out the legs is because I wanted to run power in, um, is because I, I never have my PlayStation controllers charged. Which sounds like a minor inconvenience, but basically it means I can't use my PlayStation because when the batteries die on them, they unsync from the PlayStation. So you then have to charge them up, and from, from flat, that takes like 15, 20 minutes. So I literally can't use my PlayStation at any time if the batteries are flat. Um, so having this now, there's a power bank in the table means i can have them charged all the time and just unplug them when i need them um so that's like you know three stages removed is saving me time on something completely unrelated to the yeah. to the to the coffee table um but yeah like the whole practicality of it was was absolutely about time saving it was was about not picking shit up from somewhere else in the room or a different room in the house bringing it downstairs just so i got somewhere to put a yeah. cup of tea yeah um so it's it's all like, like like steve saying about things in the workshop and having to move them around and putting wheels on stuff like yeah if i could just have really tall wheels on a cup of coffee and just <laughs> wheel it around the house
0: <laughs> oh my god i want you to make
1: that oh no this yes, is that, going to be the, be the next project that takes a year yeah. no um, you, you joke but um the uh, last I've just year designed we designed it in my head. It's gonna be we, fucking brilliant. We set um we set a, a project for the university students as part of what I do at work. Um, we go and brief them and kind of um, you know, evaluate their work and um, all free of charge, just like kind of yeah. helping them understand what it's like in the industry. Um, and one of the projects we set was uh, we just came up with this bullshit company, kind of like Prestige Worldwide. Um, and we and we just came up with a load of fake products, so like, um, you know, spray-on body armor or, uh, <laughs> like, synthetic muscle tissue. Uh, and one of the things we invented was hover technology. And it was uh, basically – we've invented the technology, but we're just scientists. We don't know what to do with it, um, and we don't have the time to come up with any compelling uh, brands or products. Yeah. Can you please come up with the products? So what we did was give the students the idea, but they had to take the the tech – and think of something compelling to go with it. Yeah. And one of them was hover. hover te- one of them was hover technology. And people were doing like, oh, it could be like ambulances, so there's you know, so it's really yeah. smooth and there's no, there's no knocking around. It could be like really safe um scaffolding. So yeah. it just hovers up, there's no uh, attachment and fixing, and it just comes down when you need it. Um, someone came up with like a stretcher for sports. So you just lift people up and, again, like super smooth. There's no no risk of injury. Um, and so this guy, one guy just made a cup of tea. And, like it, and, and he designed it all like Apple. It was beautiful, like really like sexy, like kind of exploded yeah. diagrams of all this like tech. Um, and, and there was just like a beautiful like uh, like three-quarter shot of this cup. It was just a cup. There's nothing special about it, but like really beautifully lit, and there's just like you know like really nice sans serif typeface, and it was just like yeah. it's a cup that fucking floats, <laughs> <laughs> and like is, it, yes. there's no benefit other other than like not putting um like rings Ring on the table. Yeah. <laughs> there was no benefit of this at all. It's fucking genius. Yeah. And it was just like all this extra effort and time going into something that was pointless. So uh, yeah, there's, there's merit in. The flip side of this you know we're all talking pragmatically and about efficiencies and about things like you know thinking down the line i absolutely also on the flip side love wasting time just for the sake of a cheap laugh
0: yeah i mean i a hundred percent i'm i'm behind that because like the amount of times that i've done a project where actually taking taking longer has been great because halfway through i suddenly think Oh shit! Actually, if I do this, and that's going to save me this time down the line, and all that, and like, and and everything else. But then at the same time, there's that kind of like, well, actually, this has already taken me ten hours. If I put another five hours into it, then I can make it randomly inflate balloon animals or whatever it is. Like you know, you put that that random bit of fun, um, dumb shit into it. And I think being able to take your time over something is really important because. Especially when you do stuff uh, like production style, sort of style, it's so easy to just to, like you say, get completely transfixed in um, efficiencies in like being as quick as you can and 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 just batching shit out. Um, but actually, when you get to take a little bit of time, you you can put those little fun elements in, or you can expand on a an idea or a concept. Um, but I did quickly before we go into anything else i wanted to ask you guys like if there's if there's a project that you guys have been working on or that either working on or that have wanted to do for ages and haven't got around to do it and if there's like a reason behind it and like if there's because i i don't know about you guys but i i found a few zones where i've had an idea for a project and i've been like oh, i really want to do this i really want to do this and i've been like planning it out and i'm like okay i've got this <laughs> mentally designed in my head and uh like I'm, it's it's going to be there and I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to do that, that and that. And then like, right. Just click buy on the materials and then see someone else has done the exact same thing. Like oh, for
1: fuck's <laughs>
0: every yeah. time. But, yeah. uh, but like, the, so there's, there's a few ones that I've kind of like, they're almost non-starters like that because they were just fun, silly projects. But there's, there's a few that like I have ideas for and that I've wanted to do. And I just haven't had, the um the the like the time or the money or the whatever like the um the uh bookcase uh that I need to do for the house um I haven't done that because yeah you know, if I've had the money to buy the materials I've not had the time to work on it or if I've had the time to work on it I've not had the money to buy the materials or you know that the band saw was broke or this was broke or whatever and it was just like it seemed like everything was was against me um or that there was just other things that needed to like being prioritized above it um i think that's for me one of, one of the most common reasons why projects don't get worked on is because there's other things that are kind of taking priority um and i just wondered like with you guys i mean obviously al i know you your your time in the workshop is it's precious, but are there are there projects that you've wanted to work on and you just have reasons that you can't get onto them? And obviously, Brett, I, I'm assuming with yours, a lot of it is going to be because of the move and and everything else, and just the lack of a workshop is is probably a big factor at the moment.
1: I mean, yeah, it could be because time for me making is so precious and so sort of uh, few and far between in terms of the hours that I can put in uh, on any given month (laughs) you know i mean you know literally the 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 whole of like january i wasn't even able to like literally go in the shack never mind actually actually build anything um it does have a knock-on effect on what i can do um because it means that i can't necessarily attack big projects because then that means there's going to be an even longer wait between yeah when i release stuff um Last year, I, I managed to actually have a bit of overlap with projects, so some things that took a bit longer, I was able to kind of interweave and knock out shorter things in between. Yeah. So they, they were anachronistic, but they they were um, it 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 meant that I didn't have to wait, you know, project by project. Yeah. But like Full Metal Al, for example, I've built it in my head a million times. Um, yeah. You know, I've I've done a lot of the the hard work in terms of thinking. Yeah. Um, and mapping out nets and and stuff like that, but I can't start it because it will take me to it will take me a long time. Yeah. Um, until I'm able to actually dedicate, you know, a solid week. You know, yeah. if I was if I was to just go flat out a week of, with not doing shit for other people, not working, not the, you know, yeah. um, I I could make a dent in that project and I I, I could start it. If I don't. I'm starting something that's will be really disruptive and have loads of huge parts to it. I mean, physically big parts. Yeah. Back to Brett's sort of first point on this, the space thing is the time thing. So I can't afford the time of having big things in the way. Yeah. Like it's so disruptive when you're trying to do things in a rush. Like I, I will grab like an hour in the middle of a night to go and do something. Like if you actually pay attention to any of my videos. Most of them are filmed at, like, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Um, And I can't afford to have big things in the way when I'm trying to, like, really be nimble and quickly moving around, like carrying big fucking bits of table back and forth between, you know. It's okay to get consistency in a shot, but it actually means you've got to walk back and forth with a table 12 times (laughs) back and forth to the shack because you try to fit something, but actually that's not the order of the filming, so you've got to paint it and then go and fit it yeah um, you know you don't see that in the edit, but the reality of it is you know it, it, that, that's the order you've got to do stuff in um so there's there's projects that I want to do that are affected by time in in more than one or two ways so yes, it takes time to do them, but also the time it takes and the way it disrupts and wastes time in other ways is is also yeah. a knock on effect yeah. um so it's like how do I marry that up with small projects that I can do? Super quick. Yeah. You know, people people would happily watch me make bacon, taco, pancake, <laughs> waffle, crepes or whatever they were. Yeah. That took me three hours. Yeah. You know, I just busted that out in a Saturday morning, including the fucking edit, you know, yeah. and the Berkey animation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but it doesn't come across like that when you've got a YouTube channel. It just comes across yeah. like that. That's another video. That's that takes this long. You know, Brett, yeah. watching the Sawhorse, um, the way you narrated it and talked about it and built everything in space, looks like you made that in the morning.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And obviously you didn't. But the the no. the, the 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 storytelling and, and the you know to the outsider, it looks like Oh, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to weld this, and then I drill that through there. You know, it was, it was almost real time for yeah. intents and purposes. Yeah, I mean, but like, I obviously think... it's not.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
0: think that that's one of the things that I kind of uh, i I've stopped doing um, over the last half a year. Uh, I, I I'm just not recording things anymore yeah. because I've not I've not had time to even work on a project, let alone add in the extra complications of, of filming everything as well. And don't be wrong, like I I have every intention of, of there's some projects that I really want to do that I do want to film, yeah. but I'm actually kind of, I'm changing the, the things that I'm filming and what I want to film and how I want to film it to minimise the disruption on actually being able to get into the workshop and just make shit. Because... <laughs> quite often like i i made uh some that the axe handle for the um uh the fire hatchet i made that whilst i was like literally between heats whilst i was waiting for to heat up i'd go over and just like just knock off like one corner with the shinto rasp just because if i didn't do it like that it just i simply wasn't gonna have time (laughs) to get it finished that week um so, yeah, I do, I, I do
1: like, I do like that approach of like nibbling away using the yeah. time that you've got. So you know, you see, like, um, is it in Karate Kid where there's like a, a huge like wooden log and it's just been like chopped over like decades? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I there's don't, just I, like a huge, massive divot in it. It's like one day he's going to get through that. Yeah, and it's just like, but if you were to say stand there and chop repeatedly at that block until you've cut through it, you're like, no, no, that'll take forever. Yeah, like no, but if you if you nibble away and, and and get there little by little, that like the long game suddenly doesn't seem as daunting. And yeah. I, yeah, that that yeah. is a reflection of our like fucking instantaneous society that we live in now. Yeah. Like everything, you need it now. Like I need it now. I need to build that now. I need to watch that now. I need to download that now. I need to have that. now. I Need to have that thing now. Yeah, like de- deliver it to me within the hour. Otherwise, I'm not yeah. satisfied. <laughs> Yeah. Whereas, you know, there's, there's there's so much merit in actually respecting the time it takes to do something. Like, yeah. I want to master this, and I want to learn this, and I want to watch that tree grow. I want to, you know, see the patina on that leather yeah. bag, you know, develop over time. I, yeah. I, I've never understood the fucking bought stonewashed jeans bullshit. I know. Like, <laughs> What? <laughs> Yeah. Like like Pre ripped jeans. He's like, saving someone else's want? time? I don't understand.
0: Yeah. Like what is but, going on? But the thing is, I think like you made a really good point about the fact that you you genuinely don't know how long it takes someone to make a video. It's yeah. when you watch a video, it's yeah, you know, it's a ten minute video. To, to to the person watching, it took that person ten minutes to make it because <laughs> that's what they've seen. They, they don't realise that actually Brett spent a best part of a week fighting with this thing to get the video done. It's just like oh it's a ten minute video. Um, but yeah, so Brett, I, I'm interested to hear, like, especially with all the, the projects you have managed to do and all the stuff that I know you've had ideas for, like if there's anything in particular you, you really want to work on, but just haven't got around to yet, or even something that you've got that's ongoing sort of thing.
2: Um, well, a, a few of those longer term projects are the ones that I've had written down in the, you know, my little notebook of uh, I prioritize them. I think I talked about this in a previous episode, but I try and prioritize these little idea lists into this takes a lot of time or this takes a lot of money or maybe this takes yeah. both. These are easy or small or manageable, whatever. The ones that are on the long list are almost always um I won't say pipe dreams, but they're they're like passion projects. Like I, yeah. I wouldn't give a shit about making a video out of it, except for you know, it's it's what I would like to do is produce a YouTube video showing off something that I'm passionate about. Now, yeah. in the past, almost every video that I've produced that has just been like 100 percent I want to make this for me, I don't care about anything else, or this took a lot of time and effort. I always bring up the me fighting Laura animation video. Yeah. It wasn't a build video. I just really wanted to make yeah. a battle. And it has like the lowest amount of views, you know, which is a bummer. But I I love that video. I spent a lot of time and put a lot of heart into it. it it's somehow a little bit uh not frustrating, but a little bit upsetting. And you're like, oh man, I, yeah. I wish more people like that because it's the thing that yeah. I like and I want more people to like it. But end of the day the projects that you're specifically asking about kind of go hand in hand with that animation thing i call it because of the youtube thing and me just um wanting to get out of that like worrisome state of is this gonna make a good video or is this gonna get views or is this i want to know that i'm separating that and not creating stress or putting stress onto those projects that are something that's going to take me a long time or something that's a passion project that I yeah. want to give it as much time as it's going to take, not rush it, not force anything because I have to make a video or I have to be filming it. Um, like you were saying earlier, it's, it's like, you know, you want to be able to shift into just going today. I am not bringing the camera. I'm just, I want to make this thing and I want to build it and I want to do this. Yeah. Now I have, you know, for the first time in a while, I have space, available to me but at the same time like now there's like regulations and things in place i can't just build a 40 foot by 40 foot barn on this thing and be like all right i got a workshop and it's got power like the house doesn't even have power now (laughs) so in my mind like those longer term projects like uh you know i wanted to make a lot of those brass coins and be able to kind of like give them out sneakily or like do little treasure hunts and things like that I don't have the capacity to make those right now. And I could could technically like you were saying, you know, 20 or so minutes ago, technically I could go online, find a place that does castings, send them the file and be like, make me a thousand of these. Yeah. (laughs) It would cost a garbage heap of money to do that. I would feel very impersonal about the, the piece as they come back to me. And that's a project that i still want to do i want to create you know just for the piracy thing it's like i want to have my own coins i want to have like a little treasure trove of it i want to be able to send them out every now and then or like surprise people and like give them a coin in the mail you know fucking brilliant stuff like that that is going to take if i want to do it the way that makes me feel the best i want to make them all myself yeah and I don't see how I'm going to be able to do that anytime in the near future. There's a lot of different options for how I could execute something like that, but it's going to take a while. I, we, We've we all made the jokes about building the fucking replica Serenity. And it's like, I, I would absolutely love to be able to like be in a situation where seven of us could take three months off of literally everything else in our lives and just get at it yeah because i i do believe that given the the time and the the materials that our our little tight knit group of people could do something like that it may not be perfectly accurate like the building serenity account that we're all following now but <laughs> I, I there's these like grand projects that that all i let's say it this way i will not I will not uh, compromise quality and, and time for the sake of like getting a project done. Right. I will, I will not bow to any kind of power that's saying like, well, you only have a week to do this says who like, I am in a situation right now where I'm, I'm choosing to live this little adventure and, and do all these weird projects and, and, try to make this work for myself. So it's like financially feasible or or just like personally fulfilling. That's a really tough balance. Like I want to be fulfilled by what I do, but I also have to make sure that I'm paying bills and, and keeping up with the Joneses. And yeah, I I don't think I'll ever compromise or find a compromise where, where somebody can tell me, uh, Oh yeah, 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 you, we will pay you for that thing, but you have 48 hours to do it but we really want it to be in the quality that you have in your head or we want it to be the passion project that you have in your head, but you have a limited amount of time. I don't, I don't yeah. think that's a feasible compromise.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that like for me, there's quite a few projects that, you know, it's it's something that I just want to make. For me, it's it's not a commission piece. It's not anything else. It's It's just something that I want to do. And it would be really easy to just go, fuck it i've got a vague idea of of how it's done i'm just gonna go ahead and try it and to an extent yeah there's things that i do like that but but there there are a number of projects where i'm putting off doing them not because i don't feel i can do it it's just because i don't feel that i can do it justice like yeah there's there's things that i want to make uh as as gifts and things like that and i don't want to do it until my skill level (laughs) yeah little little animated uh pictures uh but yeah you know i don't don't want to do it because i don't feel my my skill level is quite there and you know if if i'm going to do this thing i want to do it right i don't want to rush through it and just get it done so i can i can tick that box like it's it's things where i i want it to be not just the best i can do right now but i want it to be the best i can do i want to be able to make that that thing that i've got in my head exactly how it is in my head um and and i think like there's there's nothing wrong with i mean i i've done it so many fucking times where it's just like uh, i want to try doing a thing i'm going to do the thing and going off and doing it and if you do a shit job doesn't matter you've done the thing it's great it feels good but there are those like i say it's those passion projects where it's like actually i want to be really fucking good at this like there's there's a load of uh of stuff uh like illustrator sort of style stuff where i've got designs for things in my head but i do not have the skills to put that uh on paper or on the screen or anything like that and yeah even if i sat for al with three hours going yeah can you just tweak this a little bit like that and just do this a little bit like that like it's still not going to be exactly what i've got in my head i'd need to actually make that thing myself
2: right. and I
0: can't do that until I've you know I've, I've got my my head around the the tools and the equipment and you know I've got that kind of muscle memory ingrained um I think for me there's there's a lot of projects that are that are like that um but at the same time it is really easy to to drag stuff out and to go on for too long um like having a podcast that's three hours long and we don't do that because we're spiffing. People, People that we think that are spiffing. Uh, Al, have we got an order?
1: Yeah, it's Abbas. Abbas, which means you're dun, first. Dun, dun. Okay. Al. Maybe <laughs> you didn't say, okay, so cool.
0: Oh, we go through this every week and there's always this weird, awkward silence where you're waiting for me to say, okay, so cool.
1: Right, so um, this is somebody who I think has not been spiffed, but I think um, Caro maybe brought them up in the Facebook group. Uh, But they are um, a sculptor and they're called Sculpture Geek. Um, And just talking about Yes. Yes. Taking your time to do things. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, So this dude um, mostly just works with Clay and does like busts um, and you can just sit and watch them kind of time lapse. Not really time lapsey. It's more just kind of like nicely edited um, throughout the whole process. But um, one of the latest ones they did in true uh, YouTube fashion is Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, Seems to be the flavor of the, the month. Um but yeah. just seeing the 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 sort of time invested in, in something, uh which you know rather appropriately was was like a nostalgia um project, um is just captivating. And there's yeah. no shortcuts, there's no ways of cutting corners or rushing anything like this, like you know, making a perfectly smooth Sonic the Hedgehog bust, like realistic to kind of 3D but cartoon. Beautifully hand tooling it to like, you know, a mirror finish (laughs) and then individually putting hairs on it to make it look like fur all made out of clay, individual like clay hairs. Um, (laughs) It just, it makes me really appreciate things that do take time and that not everything has to be rushed and we don't have to fucking, you know, just deliver the thing at the end. Like it's, it's a recurring theme at work. Like, just wanting the deliverable, wanting the end thing. I, I want to. I just want to see Sonic's face. Like, if you just want to yeah. see Sonic's face, go and play fucking Sonic. Yeah. Like, but I don't want to see that. I want to see someone's craft and someone's love and someone's effort and energy go into like, you know, transforming something. So, you know, things that take time uh, have more value than the time themselves, um, mm-hmm. just because of the investment in it. But yeah, absolutely fantastic sculpture geek. There's loads of great things on there. Um, he's done he's done one of Link, which is super nice. Um, but it's not just the sculpture as well; it's like the painting at the end, really yeah. nice at like finishing it off, uh, and also doing like some set building and little dioramas and stuff. It's just super cute. Um, really, kind sort of pared back when you if you just ignore like him at the start, <laughs> he's, he's very much a, an influencer type. But you just skip <laughs> skip to the bit where he just starts making, and it's fantastic. Skip to the end. Skip to the end.
0: Uh, yeah, I. Uh, it's funny you brought up the the link one because that was as soon as you said sculpture geek, I was like, "Fuck, what video do I know? What video?" do I know? <laughs> and yeah, it was like two years ago, and they did the uh, the sculpting link one, and it was amazing.
1: But he's done like um, you know Star Fox and like um, Nemesis from Resident Evil. Yeah, there, there's there's one. Um, I think it's from some like indie game called Punch Out, but it was like it was this thing called King Hippo. He's like a really simple character. I think he's the first one yeah. I watched.
2: There you go. This is a good joke. What's that? You thought Punch Out was an indie game?
1: Yeah, I've never, I've never heard of
2: it. Mike Tyson's Punch Out? No. King no. Hippo?
1: No, I don't know it. Sorry, dude. Fuck you Al, was Must be an Amer- <laughs> American thing. Yeah. And um, so they've got fucking Fox McCloud in it. Yeah. No, that that's a that's a reference I can get behind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just just super nice and really nice to see it. And just you know impressive or inspiring
0: yeah yeah 100% they, yeah I think we have like mentioned it before but I, like I said I don't think it was a, a spiffy I think it was just one where we were like oh my god this shit is awesome <laughs>
1: um
0: uh what was the, the, the Abbas uh you, you're next Brett Brett, Brett yeah
2: so similar fashion um I posted I think in my stories but I was just recently introduced to a Instagram account and now YouTube channel that they are attached to. But um, when geeks craft are a delightful couple that makes just nerdy super nerdy and delightful stuff, uh, specifically the things that stuck out to me were they're doing like uh, world maps. From various media. And they'll nice. do like a poured resin for the water and do like swirly water bits, but they do these like stacked topography out of plywood or for different layerings um, or like wood burning. I, I think they do a lot of work with lasers cutting things, but they're working on the Great Thunderblade from Breath of the Wild right now. Nice. So if anybody goes and follows it, it's like. Uh, a uh, plethora, a plethora of mm-hmm. materials and they're doing the LED programming right now because these thunder blades in the game kind of light up in various stages and stuff so they're doing a, uh, you know a couple of different functionalities to this hilarious looking blade. Um, the maps are beautiful. They did one for like the Avatar, the last Airbender. World map and everything, they just seem like great folks. I've been chatting back and forth with them, quality projects full of geekery and, yeah. and nerddom. So, please let's have at awesome. us.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm i sorry, I was kind of distracted because I was looking at their uh YouTube account when you were talking, and okay. there's some really cool stuff on there. I am, um, yeah. fun projects, and they're quite like nice short videos as well they're not super super long yeah um yeah good shout i uh i am gonna go with uh so nothing to do with uh this week's topic really um actually i i can kind of shoehorn it in so got a new tool last week uh the little mini lathe um had a quick play with it but i'm very aware that this is not something i can just go jump in and kind of learn on the job as it were i need to do a little bit of uh research and forethought so pretty much all of my youtube time uh this last week has been taken up by um sorry i've got hiccups from all the wine uh uh yeah my youtube time has been taken up by um just kind of learning a little bit about machining and and lathe work and and everything else Um, and uh, I've watched, been watching the Blondie Hacks um, lathe series. Uh, and, I mean, Blondie Hacks is a, a pretty fucking big channel, uh, but it's not one that I've ever really watched before because it's been, like, every video I've seen of hers has been um, quite specific to a thing, um, and it's not necessarily been a thing that I've um, been had any need to watch tutorial videos of um but yeah uh, the style of the videos is super easy to follow really really nicely explained like explained in complete layperson terms but uh going over like advanced things and again they're, they're like fairly short sharp videos that actually offer insight and intelligence and demystify a lot of things and I mean, like, there, there was a, talking about, like, the, the way things are shot and things like that, like, there was a, a, one of her videos I was watching earlier on where there was a good 30 seconds of just a bit of brass in a chuck spinning I and mean, nothing really happening. But because the 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 things she was saying were really engaging and, and, you know, I was taking a lot of that on board, I didn't even really notice until... Like, right at the end, I was like, oh, shit, I've just been watching a spinning bit of brass for 30 seconds. And it's been entertaining and interesting. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say if you want to do or if if you've got any machinery, uh, machining, sorry, uh, interests or any of the other things that uh, she's got on her channels, um, go check them out because they're really good, like, just intros to, uh, to different crafts and things. So, yeah, go check that out. Um, and also, as a as a little added extra, not as a spiffy, but uh, the other day I spiffed the concept of Saturday morning cartoons. And uh, I think I, I said about Batman the Animated Series and uh, Hilda on Netflix. Uh, I've finished Hilda and I've been watching Kipo and The Age of the Wonder Beasts, and it is Fucking brilliant! The sound design on it is amazing, and it's just a really good, fun show. And they've got mega bunnies on it, and talking frogs in suits, and just all oh, like they've got bees that wear leather jackets, and not the bees, their butts light up for rave music, and it's it's just fucking brilliant. Um, and they've got uh, the they've got. Two or they've, they've got like a wolf pack, and the two leaders are called Billions and Billions because they're called Newton Wolves, and they're ba- basically one of them is a scientist that's modelled after Carl Sagan, and that's why they're <laughs> called Billions and Billions, and it's fucking brilliant. Um, but yeah, it's 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 good fun. Go check it out for your Sunday morning breakfast, uh, Saturday morning breakfast cereal cartoons. Uh, right, is there any other business? No, no, no. Uh, in which case, uh, we can move on to the the thingy. Uh, if you want to find us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshot Metaworks. You can find Brett at Scull and Spade thirteen, and you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. Brett's mic's on mute, so you didn't hear him. Uh, uh, there we go. Um, but. I, I can kind of assimilate the, uh, the noise with something along the lines of because I just saw Brett's lips moving really, really quickly. Uh, he's absolutely pissing himself at the moment, but he's still on mute. Um, so yeah, uh, if you want to find us as a group, you can find us at f Podcast in all of the places. Search for Fools and Tools. We're there. We're the best. Go do it. Uh, right. I think that's it. Uh, we shall see you next week. We love you all. Except for Rasmus. Bye!
1: Get you on the flip side.